Thank you, Jeff. Thank you, Lori. Band, sounded great. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Before I begin today, I, I do want to just say a word of greeting to you and say, God bless you. My name's Danny Forshe, pastor here at Great Hills Baptist Church, and um, my heart goes out to many of you online. I know you have uh, COVID and, you, and you're not feeling well, and so I, I just had an idea. I just thought I might do something with you who are uh, online specifically, and those of you that are in the room, uh, by all means, you can feel free to participate with what I'm uh, about to do. It's a little, it's a little bit different. Don't know that I've ever done this uh, before, uh, but we do uh, just want to take a time, a special time of prayer. I, I know many of you, as my family, some of my family back in Alabama, and, and others, our own Daniel Van Cleve, who preached for me last Sunday, did a fantastic job. COVID is all throughout his house, and so he's sick. And so if, you, if that's you, would you just lift up your hand, uh, just, just kind of lift it up toward the, toward the screen and join me, and I'm just gonna pray for you, and let's bow our heads and close our eyes. And those of you in the room, if you wanna just lift up your hands and just praise to God, surrender to God. I'm, Father, we praise you, we thank you that you are the God who heals, and you're the God who saves. You're the one true living God. And we just come before you today in worship and praise and prayer, and we, we thank you, Lord, for these many uh, hundreds of people online, God, who are suffering and struggling, and, fighting battles, maybe COVID, or it may be uh, depression, it may be um, just the flu, or whatever it is. Lord, I'm just praying for them. I'm praying that you would supernaturally touch them and heal them and help them. I pray also, God, for people in this very room who, who've brought their burdens and their, their concerns, their, their cares and worries. I pray in the name of Jesus that you would lift that burden, God. And you tell us to come unto you, Jesus, all you who are weary and heavy laden and learn from you because God you will give us rest we pray for rest we pray for peace in our nation peace in our world uh, peace in eastern Europe and peace in the hearts and the souls and the minds of every person Lord within the sound of my voice here in this room and those dear people Lord that are online we're praying for them and we ask this in Jesus name and all God's people said Amen. Amen. Thank you for letting me do that. We do welcome you. We're glad that you're here today. Today we preach our State of the Church message uh, once a year, uh, usually around the first, one of the first Sundays of the new year. I'll take some time and just look back with you as a church, kind of where we have been in the year 2021, and now we're going to kind of look at where we are today in this first, uh, first month of the year, and then we'll just kind of look to the future uh, by God's uh, grace, by God's power, we want to say, Lord, where are you leading us? What would you like Great Hills Baptist Church to do uh, in these future days, months, and years? Ashley and I have been here for uh, 11 and a half years and, and served, and we believe that, as Trey said a few moments ago, that God is certainly at work. He has been at work, and we look forward to what he's going to do uh, in the future. I do have a passage of scripture that I want to share with you, Ephesians 3, 20 and 21, a wonderful passage of scripture. We're gonna read that in a moment, but I always like to, in this message, just kind of recap, you know, really who Great Hills Baptist Church is. I was sharing with our, uh, our new members this morning in our Discover Great Hills new members class, and by the way, if you're interested and you wanna join in our church, you can do this through Zoom online. I know we had some online join us, but we also had people in the room, and we would love to have you. We try to do these um, during the year, usually takes um, three weeks 
Uh, typically, the first three weeks of a month, we will look at our church and welcome in uh, new members. We'll be presenting some next week as we bring their, their pictures up on the screen. But we look at our mission, our vision, our values, uh, and our purpose. And it doesn't matter how many times I share this. There are going to be people who say, what is Great Hills Baptist Church about? I never, I never know what we're about or what our mission is, what our vision is. Well, let me tell you, you've picked a great Sunday uh, to hear because I want to be very, very clear as to who Great Hills Baptist Church, who we are. And some of this is, is unique because we are a local church. There's no other church uh, like our church in the sense that we're here at 10,500 Jollyville. We're also expanding and growing, and we're also literally all over the world. But what are we about? Our mission is to share the good news of the gospel with everybody. How about that? That's our mission. We want to we tell everybody. We want to tell everybody about the Lord. We, a lot of times we call it, uh, who is our one? Who is that one person that God would allow you and me to interact with, to interface with, so that we could pray for them? encourage them, affirm them, that we could lead them uh, to a knowledge of Jesus Christ. Our, our verse here is Luke 19, 10. The Bible says, for even the Son of Man came to seek and to save that which was lost. That is Jesus' mission statement. Did you know that? That was his purpose in coming. He said, for the Son of Man has come for this purpose, to seek out and to say, aren't you glad that God saved you, that God found you, and, and he changed you, and he redeemed you, and he's allowed you to be a part of his kingdom and even a part of his local uh, body of Christ. So that is, our, that is our mission. It's very clear. We share Jesus with people. But our vision is, take it a step further, let's say people that we share with, the people you talk to, they, they say, well, yes, uh, that, that is what I need to do. I need to believe in God. I need to turn from my sin and put my faith in Jesus Christ and him alone. Well, what do we do as a church at that point? Well, our vision is to make disciples, and that is to lead people to a deep understanding of who Christ is, so much so, and Abigail, thank you, you did a great job. Uh, as she is being discipled, now she is trained and equipped. She will go and find a group of ladies and pour her life into, and that is our vision, to be a replicating church, a church where you receive, you absorb a lot, right? But you just don't become spiritually obese. You don't just receive for the sake of receiving. No, you receive so that you can go and you can share with somebody else and you can help build them up in their faith. And discipleship is a big deal. And we want to do that. We want to obey the Great Commission. Jesus said, all authority has been granted unto me in heaven and on earth. Matthew 28, 19, he says, now therefore go and Make disciples. Go and make disciples, followers of me, learners of me. And then he tells us what to do. He said, of all the nations and baptize them in the name. Not the names. We don't serve three gods. We serve one God in three persons. In the name of, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And then we what? We teach them. You see, teaching is part of the great commission, not just win them and say, well, good luck to you and your newfound faith, and we hope you make it. God bless you there. No, that's not Great Hills Baptist Church at all. Our passion, our vision is to take you and then to begin to teach you so that you grow. You say, oh, so that's what you do every Sunday. You're up there. You're a part of this discipleship mechanism where you're helping me grow in my faith. 
Absolutely. Well, I thought you were up there just to tell stories and to make me laugh every now and then to kind of make me feel better. Well, if that happens, so be it. But really, I'm here to help you grow so that you soak deep in the Word of God, the nutrients of the Word of God just fill your soul. You, you walk out of this place and you're revived, recharged, refueled. To, you're ready to go and replicate. You're ready to go and tell other people so that they can know Christ they can grow in Christ so that they can come to the point that they can help other people grow in Christ. That is our mission. That is our vision. Are there any questions? Does anybody not understand that? You say, well, that's about as clear as mud. I don't understand a thing you just said. Well, I'm trying to be very, very clear and to under help you understand because I'm telling you, there will be people who will walk out today and they'll say, well, I just don't know what this church is about. I have no idea what Great Hills Baptist Church is about. And I want to say, you knucklehead, were you listening? Were you listening that we are going to share Jesus and we're going to help people grow in their relationship? Thank you all for coming. I hope you have a great afternoon, and we'll see you next week. Now, there's more. What, is our, what are our values? What is it that we champion here? What is it that we make much of? What you make much of really reveals what's important to you. Our first core value is we want to make much of the Word of God. We want to preach and teach the Bible. Now, we do that in small groups, home groups, connect groups, and big groups. Like, this is a big group. I think one of the best discipleship hours in the week is 11 o'clock on Sunday, or at least it should be, so that there's times of teaching the Word of God. That is value number one. Number two, is we want to make disciples. We really do. That is our core value. We want to help people not just know Christ, but we want to really help them grow in Christ. And I know that this is slow. And I know this growth, uh, it, it doesn't come just uh, like overnight and this big sensation. No, it's hard work. And it takes time and, and effort. And we pour ourselves into this discipleship process. Number three, we want to help families. We want to help families and marriages and parenting and we want to help you develop these strong healthy marriages and families that is one of our our core values um we we want to uh we want to be a, a praying church that is core value number four we want to not just talk about prayer but we really want to emphasize prayer thank you trey for praying a minute ago i'm reaching out my hand i was praying for you just a, a few minutes ago Wednesday night, right here at 6.30, we'll take an hour, and what we will do, Jeff will lead us in some songs, but Jesus did not say my house should be called a house of singing or a house of preaching. He wants us to be praying. And so we're praying on Wednesday night at 6.30. It's the fastest hour of the week, and I invite you to come and come with the expectation that you're going to actually Pray. That is a core value. The fifth core value is unity. We really want to be a unified body of Christ. Now, I know for a bunch of Baptists to agree on everything, that's just impossible, right? I mean, we are so diverse, and we are so opinionated, and sometimes we're so easily offended, and yet, in light of all of that, praise God, the church keeps going forward. It's a miracle. It's a miracle that we are able to accomplish all that we're able to accomplish in light of all of our weaknesses and our sins, our iniquities and our shortcomings, and I'm raising my hand because I'm right in there with you, but praise God for his grace. And God forgives us and he restores us and he allows us to be a family of God 
It preaches and teaches the Word of God, helps families grow, makes disciples, pray, 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 pray some more, and then have unity. And the way we do that, the kind of the path that we do, and you hear this a lot, is we want to be upward in worship, inward in our discipleship, and then outward in our gospel impact. And it looks like this, missions, evangelism, ministry, and service. Upward in worship, all right? Inward in our discipleship, growing deep with the Lord, and then outward in our ministries. Now, really, if we're being the church that Jesus wants us to be, when we're worshiping him, now not just corporately on Sunday, but daily, as we spend that time with the Lord daily, with him in prayer, uh, talking to God, reading our Bibles, and we're going deep with the Lord and we're, we're being discipled, then you can't help but want to live it and to share it. And so those are our mission, our vision, our values, and our pathway. Now, the verse of Scripture I want to look at with you before I get into where have we been, where are we going, how are things going, that sort of thing. I really want to look at this verse with you. It's Ephesians chapter 3. If you would look at it on the screen with me for just a moment, or maybe more than just a moment, okay? I just, I just got to share this scripture with you, and I really hope that it speaks to you, that it gives you hope. That maybe you came into Great Hills Baptist Church today, and your hope meter was running pretty low. I mean, you're kind of low on the totem pole of hope, and you're like, man, I need hope. I need courage. I need to be encouraged. You know, you know somebody said one time, when you... When you encourage somebody, you give them courage. But when you discourage somebody, you take away their courage. I hope to encourage you today. I, I'm very, very passionate about what I'm sharing. I love the scriptures. I love our church. I love what God has done at Great Hills. I love what God is doing. And praise God, I'm excited about what God will do in our church. Look at this passage of scripture. It is awesome and just drink it in. Receive hope today from what I'm about to read to you. Are you ready? <laughs> All right, let's do this. All right, let's do it. Let's read it. Now to him. Now I'm going to go slow. Not, not because I, don't, I think you're slow. It's just because I, I really want to glean from this passage of Scripture. And, and I want to kind of teach you just, just for a moment Ephesians 3, 20 and 21. Here, here's a word that God has been putting on my heart really over the last 48 hours, and I can't get this word out of my mind, and it is the word expand, expansion, broaden. I'm giving you synonyms, but really it's the word expand. What, what does that mean? Uh, more than just loosening your belt when you ate too much. Man, I got to expand my, my girth here. I'm, I'm just eating way too much. Is that what you're talking about? No. Expand what? Expand our territory. Expand the kingdom of God here in Austin, Texas through the ministry of Great Hills Baptist Church. Now to him, him. The antecedent for him, verses 14 and 19, is really clear. It is God the Father. I want you to notice the Trinitarian doctrine in these two passages of Scripture. Now, to God the Father, if you want to look at it within its whole context, who is able? I want everybody to say, who is able on the count of three. Are you ready for it? On the count of three, I want you to say, who is able? One, two, three. Who is able? The Greek word there, able, is dynamai. Isn't that interesting? 
It's where we get our English word dynamism or dynamite or dynamo. God has this dynamistic, explosive, awesome ability and power. That's the God that we serve. Not some weak God, the only one true living God, the God of the universe, the God who spoke it all into existence. Our God is able. You say, what is he able to? I'm telling you, he can do anything. He can do everything. Our God is powerful. He is able. He is able. He is able to do. He is a God of action, not a God of passivity, but a God of action, a God who does. Here comes the exceedingly. A hooper is the Greek word. It means way above, even beyond. Exceedingly, abundantly, parasos. In superabundance, above. You say, well, Paul sounds like he's repeating himself. No, Paul is trying to help us understand the greatness and the grandeur of God. God is able. Who needs to be reminded today that God is able? God has not met a match yet. He cannot defeat. God has not met a difficulty that he cannot overcome. There's no mountain too high. There's no river too deep. There is no valley too low that our God cannot conquer. Our God is an awesome God. He's able to do. Watch this. Exceedingly, abundantly, above, and in case we miss it, all. All. All that you and I could ever ask, that we could think, that we could imagine God is able according. Now, he's going to tell us the secret of how he does it. According to the power. It's interesting that the same Greek word, just a derivative of it, is used that's translated able early in the verse is a nuance of the word dynamism, uh, dunamai, power. Isn't that interesting? I wonder if God's trying to tell us something. Maybe, maybe in just a brief verse, he's saying the same thing, basically twice, nuanced, a little different. God is able, he's dynamite to do everything, everything above that we could ask or think according to the power, the dunamite, the power that works in us. Who is that power? It's the power of the Holy Spirit. He lives within us. He lives with us so that we can pray, believe, and act. Those are three words I really want you to, to wrestle with. I want you to take them to heart today. That God would, according to his power, he would enable you and me to pray, to believe, and then to act. According to the power that, look at verse 20 one more time, works, works in us. Everybody say works in us on the count of three. Say, oh, I'm trying to stay. I want you to stay with me. All right, on the count of three, works in us. One, two, three. Works in us. The Greek word for works is energeo. Energeo. What word do you think in English we might derive from that Greek word? Energy. Energetic. God, the Holy Spirit, his dynamism, his power is alive and he is working in his church. He's moving in us. He's shaping us. He's conforming us into the image of his son. He is empowering us so that we could live not weak, defeated, wimpy lives. Know that we could live powerful lives. 
lives that make a difference in this world, lives that are full of the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit is working through us, energeo, praise the Lord. That's verse 20. Now, verse 21. Oh, watch verse 21. It's like Paul, he's just about to explode. The Holy Spirit is speaking to his spirit, and he is writing these words to the church at Ephesus, and praise God, he's writing these words to us today, to him, it's coming back to him, God the Father, who works in power through the Holy Spirit, be glory. I love this word, Jeff. It's the Greek word doxa. It's where we get the root of the word doxology. Praise be to God. Doxology, let him praise God from whom all blessings flow. And Paul is just, he's welling up within him. It's like a it's like a body of water, a river that's overflowing her banks. And this just erupts into this praise. He says, now to him, to our great God, be worship, glory, praise in the church. On the count of three, I want everybody to say this little prepositional phrase, in the church. Are you ready? All right, here we go. One. Say, so, wait a minute, what are we doing, Brother Dana? Sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm just waking up here. I'm getting started here. What? And we're gonna say, in the church, because that's really important. And I want you to say it like you mean it, all right? In the church, like, this is God's deal. Did y'all know the church is God's big idea? Not our idea, it's his idea. And, and the Greek word church there, it might be interested to know, is, is the word ekklesia. It's where we get words like ecclesiology. When you break that word down, ek means out, leleo means to call. Come on now, we're the called out people of God. Called out to do what? To be odd for God and weird in the world. No, not at all. We're to be champions of Christ and doers of good, loving people, helping people. On the count of three, in the church. One, two, three. Let me hear you say it. In the church. Glory to God in his church. Here comes this Trinitarian doctrine by Christ Jesus. It's all about him. It pleases the Father so much. When you and I stand and when we worship, when we lift up our voices, lift up our hands, when we worship the Son of God, you know, all of heaven, is just there's, an, there's just an eruption of praise and worship all throughout the heavenlies for the Son of God who died on a cross and arose from the dead. And you and I, we get a little glimpse of heaven here on this earth when we get to worship God personally, but also corporately. Glory to God in the church by Christ Jesus to all generations. You see, that speaks to, speaks to time, temporal time, this time. In every generation, Jesus Christ will be worshiped. He will be praised in his church until he comes again. Aren't y'all glad to know that? I'm so glad to know that. No matter how bad things get, no matter how difficult your life may become, and it will be difficult. World affairs, your own affairs, your own difficulties. Jesus Christ will be worshiped, not only in this generation, but watch this, forever and ever. <laughs> For all time and all eternity, you and I, man, we forget who we are. And the devil likes us to remain in our ignorance so that if we just knew who we were, and that we are on the winning team, we would start acting like it, and we'd start poking holes in the darkness and intimidating darkness instead of darkness intimidating us. So glory to God in his church by the Son of God, Christ Jesus, right now, this generation, all generations, all the way to eternity. 
forever and ever, amen. Oh, man, praise the Lord. That's his word. Now I need to get to my message um, about where have we been, uh, where are we currently, and where, by God's grace, are we going? I need to share. I need to be, I need to be careful what I'm about to say. There have been some, some tough rumors that have been floating around Great Hills Baptist Church. Can you imagine that? People gossip, people talk. Uh, and so I hope that what I'm about to share will alleviate, ameliorate, yes, make it better, but go a step further to alleviate any nuance, any doubt, any worry about what is going on. All right, so let me, let me back up, go to my notes, and say, number one, where have we been? Well, our church have been busy. We've been very busy. We have been meeting needs, and we have been sharing Christ here in Austin, in the great state of Texas, and literally all over the world. We, we really have. And I, I can't commend you enough. Through your service, through your tithes, your offerings, your giving, your loving, your serving, your ministry, your driving golf carts when it's 40 degrees, you're picking people up and bringing them into the church. You're putting up Christmas decorations. And you think, you know, this is hard work and I don't really know if anybody even knows that I'm putting these decorations. Yes, we do. We see it and we appreciate it. You're teaching a connect group class. You're faithfully praying over your members in your class. You're serving on one of our many uh, uh, committees. You're, you're, you're being an active, faithful deacon. Many of you are on the Warriors on the Wall prayer ministry. There are millions of things you are doing, really, that I may never know. But let me tell you some good news. God knows and what God sees in secret, he will reward you openly. We have been busy, and I commend you for it. 2021 was hard, a very challenging year. And just when you think we're getting over coronavirus, here comes the Delta, here comes the Omicron. It pounds away at people's health, and it's pounding away at people's resolve. Can I get a witness? Are you sick and tired? and sick and tired of hearing about the coronavirus. And you're up there, Brother Danny, and you're talking about the coronavirus. Well, it's, it's real, okay, and, and we're dealing with it. Came across a statistic. I want to share this with you, and it's going to shock you, it's utterly shock you. I've done my research. I've actually got it footnoted. I know exactly where I heard it, and I was researching it again this morning. In light of the coronavirus... Guess what the percentage of people in America who are now going to church in person? It will stagger you when I tell you 8%. Not 80, and not 18. 8% of Americans are back in church, physically in church today. 330 million, 92% of them are not in a physical location church. Now, that's bad news, but let me tell you some good news. Many of them are in church, if you will. They're watching online. Many, their health is not good. Many are still concerned. You may not be concerned, okay? You, you could maybe care less or give a rip about a mask or a vaccine, but for your brothers and sisters, let me tell you, many are. I am one of them. I am concerned, 
And so many people are at home, and that's why we want to welcome you. We want to honor you. We want to tell you we're grateful to God for you. Did y'all know, last week alone, now, we, we had 540 people online, bare minimum, bare minimum. Now, that is 30 minutes worshiping with us if you don't multiply the tablets, the phones, the computers at all. If you do a conservative multiplier of 1.5, then Great Hills Baptist Church had 841 people listening to Daniel Van Cleve preach the Word of God, Jeff and Lori Fair lead us in worship, plus the four, 500, whatever it was, in-house. You say, well, that's pretty interesting. Is that why you keep saying hey to those people? Those are real people. They be people up there. And they're watching us. And they're, look, there's some Great Hills Baptist Church members online. They love Jesus just as much as you and I do. But that right now, for whatever reason, they are there. Do I wish they were here? Yes, I wish they could come here so we can see each other and, and worship corporately. I get that. But Great Hills, this is just the way it is. All right? They are there. And we honor them. We, we recognize them. Where else have we been? Oh, my goodness. By far, most of our monthly support financially and a lot of our prayer support has gone to Asia. You say, now, wait a minute. You, you got to help me understand. I, I didn't know that. That's my fault. That's my fault. I get blamed for a lot. I'm innocent on some things, but I'm guilty on some things. This is my fault that I don't do a better job telling you, reminding you of some absolutely amazing things that God is doing in us and through us. And it, I can't tell you even the name of the people online. All I can say is they're in South Asia. It's the K people. On December the 27th, my wife and I were having a conversation and, and it was pitiful. You ever had a pitiful conversation, Mike, with Libby? Never? Okay, good. You're perfect. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> have, you, have you ever had just a, you're moping, you're, you're, you're complaining? And I wish Ashley wouldn't do that. I wish she wouldn't just complain, <laughs> mope around the house. I'm like, dear. No, that would be me. Because we're coming up on three, four days, the end of the year, and we have not baptized the 100 people that I was praying, believing that Great Hills Baptist, this church would baptize at least 100 people. We're in a city of 2.3 million. In 2045, the city's going to go from 2 million to 4.3 million. The hub of all of greater Austin will be Cedar Park, Texas. If you don't believe it, drive up 183 North and let your eyes be wide awake. This place is exploding and it ain't slowing down. And I'm like, well, I'm just sad and mad. I think I'll suck on some lemons and just die. You know, I'm just sad, you know. And my wife is like, look, you be faithful. God is working in ways we can't understand. As we are having the conversation, I am getting an email. You can't make this stuff up, Dr. Butler. You just can't. I'm getting an email, and it goes like this. Dear Pastor Danny F., that would be me, all right? Greetings from, he mentions the country. I can't mention the country. We thank you for standing with us in the extension of his kingdom in our region through your valuable prayers and financial support. 
Great Hills Baptist Church gives more money to this ministry, far more money than any other ministry we support financially, and we support a bunch, okay? This is in South Asia. Thank you for your prayers. Thank you for your financial support. Kindly convey our thanks to all responsible persons in the congregation. That would be y'all, okay? I'm thanking you on behalf of M, our worker in among the K people in an unreached, unengaged people group on the other side of the world. Our state government has put up an anti-conversion bill. We will be jailed for 10 years for converting people. This is part of the world. It's not our world, but this is a part of the world. Also, as per the rough data, here are our collections from the work in 2021. A total of 210 new villages were reached with gospel tracts. We gave out 80,000 tracts and booklets distributed freely in local house church members. 140 schools were visited, and we shared the gospel with 14,000 teenagers. All in all, teenagers in all these communities, we gave out 14,000 New Testaments among this unengaged, unreached people group. And by the way, there's no other church in the world except Great Hills Baptist Church in Austin, Texas, who's supporting this work. Can I tell you what happened? Here's what happened. In 2021, 790 people showed much interest in the gospel. And of the 790, 362 people were baptized. And a majority were in the ages from 30 to 40 years of age. As a result, 31 house churches were started in 2021. I think... Um, I got that. Well, first of all, I was convicted. I had to repent, say, Lord, I'm sorry for my complaining. And then I thought of Paul's words that God does exceedingly, abundantly above all that we could ever ask or think. So instead of baptizing 100, we actually baptized 400 people. When you include what happened here and what happened in this people group, you say, well, that doesn't really count. No, listen, if, if there was no Great Hills Baptist Church, there would be no people group coming to faith in Christ. We started it with Mike Miracle, bless his soul, in 2013, and here we are in 2021, and it has been tough, tough, sledding, hard work. Okay, well, what else has been going on in Great Hills? Uh, we've been faithfully teaching the Word of God every Sunday in connect groups and small groups. September 2020, uh, we started the Gospel Project. It's going to go three years where we're all studying the same biblical text from preschool all the way through senior adult. You may not know this, but last year, I taught the book of Acts and 30 lectures to a group of dedicated pastors in India on a secure YouTube channel. I taught the whole book of Acts in 30 lectures. 
Our online ministry continues to do very well. I shared with you just last week some of the numbers there. Uh, we had a couple just a few weeks ago come, and they were watching us online, and they ended up coming to church. They said, look, we were watching you online. We thought, we're here in Austin. Why don't we just come? They came out of a need, young couple in their 20s, had a loved one that had passed away, and they were grieving, and they came, and we got to share Christ with them. They prayed to receive Christ, and so those kind of things are happening, and we're grateful. We've hired a couple of new uh, staff members, Harrison Arnold, our new social media director, doing a great job. Thank you, Harrison. We hired uh, Brother Gary uh, Hendrickson, Gary and uh, Megan, just getting started, getting their feet on the ground. He's our new college pastor, and I believe God's going to really, really use Gary. He already has. He's brand new, but here's a big one. Here's something that I just thank you, Lord, and I got to share this good news with you, okay? Oh, goodness. So four or five years ago, we were in a tough, tough way financially. Not, not many people know this, but we, I don't know if bankruptcy or I don't know what was going to happen, but it was not going to be good. Uh, we were looking at about $900,000 that we did not have to close out the year. You said, well, I'm glad you didn't tell me that because I would have just worried to death. Well, I did that for you. I used to have blonde hair. Yeah, it changes, preacher, doesn't it change when you become a pastor? Your hair changes all kinds. You heard of presidential grain? How about pastoral grain? You got it. We started a, an ad hoc committee in 2013, and praise the Lord for those godly men and women who worked so hard. We monetized this piece of property, and it changed. Overnight, our financial status changed from being on the brink of bankruptcy or going in the hole uh, to a surplus. So that I can share things like this. In 2021, here's what happened. And some people will say, don't, don't share everything because if you tell people we're doing really good, then people won't want to give. And I, I want to say something to that. I hope that we disciple you beyond that. I hope if I can share good news with you that you will rejoice and praise God and continue to give your tithes and your offerings, not out of just need, but out of obedience obedience to the Lord and all of his goodness to you. We had a $375,000 roof payment. Had we had that four or five years ago, we would have been done. How do you come up with $375,000 when you're $900,000 in the hole? That was then, this is now. We paid for the roof, you did. You paid cash for a roof. You say, well, that's a big roof. We got a big house, all right? $375,000, we paid cash for it, and yet we finished the year $179,000 in the black. To the good, to the good. But wait, there's more. That doesn't include $215,000 cash in the bank from harvest offering and then another $108,000 from rental fees and properties. You get the picture, glory to God, what great things he has done in our finances. So thank you, Lord. Our Christmas at Great Hills was a big, it was a big hit, Jeff. Thank you, Jeff and Kat. Some of our folks just put hours and hours into that. 
Y'all, if y'all are concerned about the time, you're gonna have to get over it pretty quick, all right? Because, I, I, and really, if, you, if you're real, real concerned, some of you may have to go to the bathroom, I resemble that, then you can just slip out and go do what you need to do. Come on back, because we'll probably still be here, all right? Y'all, I, I, I've been fired up. I couldn't wait to share this news with you. I, so exciting. Christmas at Great Hills, we had 200 people volunteer to help. 2,000 people rode the trains, got to hear the gospel, see the gospel, and I can't wait to do it again next year. Thank you, Jeff, for volunteering to help us again. Bless you, brother. <laughs> it's gonna be awesome. Um, our campus at Santa Rita Ranch, we started meeting in August of 2021. That's about six months ago. We've been meeting faithfully every week uh, praying, and, and we have a small team, a core team of people where we're planning a Great Hills Baptist Church campus in Liberty Hill. Oh, we got to get there, folks, and we got we to do, I think we got to plan a lot of churches. If it's true that the demographics are changing so rapidly and people are moving from all over California, they're just moving from California and Colorado, and they're coming, y'all know what I say to that? Glory to God. Bring them on in don't bring all your politics, but come on in, and, and we're going to love on you. We're going to share Jesus with you, and we want to disciple you and put you in churches, and we can do this, and God is allowing us to do this. So we started this, this new campus, and we've been looking for a campus pastor, and we were praying, praying on Wednesday night. You Wednesday night people, I hope y'all are listening. A bunch of these things that we would put on the screen last year, it's like bam, bam. Bam, God is just knocking them out. He is answering our prayers. God answers prayer. But he can't answer a prayer unless you pray it. He wants you to pray. He wants you to ask. So here we are. We're praying. We've, uh, we're interviewing. We're asking people and asking people. Uh, some people are telling us no. Other people were saying no. We don't have a peace that you're the right person. Until recently, we feel like, we feel like God has confirmed that we found our new a campus pastor who will serve that Santa Rita Ranch area. I will be preaching on Sundays like I have been for six months at five o'clock. And by the way, we're going to launch this thing publicly April the 17th. Does anybody know what April the 17th is this year? My anniversary. No, <laughs> thank you. But it's Easter. It's Easter Sunday, and we're going to launch it, Jeff. We got this. It, it, it can happen. So anyhow, our new campus pastor is my son, Leighton Forshee. He's here somewhere. God bless him. There he is. He is going to, him and Danielle, it's been, it's been so fun watching the journey and see how God is preparing him and leading him. And so Harrison, doing a great job with social media. Leighton is stepping into that role after Bella comes. Is there any Bella movement in the house? Not yet. All right. My sweet daughter-in-law is great with child. I mean, she is like four days, almost four days overdue. If you go into labor, hallelujah, bring, him, bring her on in. That is what, that's some of the things that are happening that have happened in 2021. Now, I'm going to go a little quicker, but I've got some really important things I still need to say. See, this is what happens when I don't preach in a couple weeks. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, you get, you get a bunch. You get to hear a lot of stuff, you know? So we get to share it with you. Where, wh what's happening? Well, let me just say, y'all are praying 
And y'all are making disciples, and God is blessing Great Hills Baptist Church. Uh, we were at about 75% of our pre-COVID attendance, um, and we thought we were doing good until Omicron hit, now we're back to 50, about 55%. Today's different. I don't know what happened today, but a bunch of y'all came to church, and that's great. A bunch of y'all are online, that's great. But we were, over the last several weeks, we've been running about one half of in-person congregation than we were in January 2020 before COVID. Our partnership with Austin Classical School is continuing to do great. Terry, I'm grateful for that partnership. They are uh, great financial partners. They're blessing our church. They are exploding in growth. It is a strong, biblically-based, private Christian school that meets in Building A, and they are going to take over all of Building A come summer, which means all of our connect groups in Building A we got to move you out into the outside where it's cold and it's hot and wet. I'm just kidding. We're going to move you over into building C. We're going to have to go to two Bible life or connect group hours with a worship hour sandwiched in between somewhere in there. We haven't figured all that out yet, but, but it's coming and it's a good thing. I mean, it is an amazing thing. The financial blessing that has come to us as this school is prospering and growing and they're blessing our church. So those are some of the things that are happening. Where are we going? Thank y'all for being patient. Here we go. Where are we going? Take a deep breath. So the first of November of last year, and this is where the rumors have, have really been heating up. So let me just do the best I can to explain, to quell any, any rumors, Okay. At the 1st of November, I formed a committee called the What's Next Committee. It's an ad hoc committee. Ad hoc means for this purpose. For this purpose, we are meeting as an ad hoc team, as a group of, and many of y'all are on that committee. It's lay people of Great Hills Baptist Church, leaders who are helping Pastor Danny as we look to the future. God, here's where we are. Where are we going? Also in this group, are all the active deacons. I don't know if that has gotten out, but let me share that again. All the active deacons are part of the ad hoc committee as well as the pastoral staff and directors. That's a big group. We met November 1st. We met December something, 3rd. And we just met again on Wednesday night, okay? What we're doing is we're looking. We're praying, saying, God, what do we do? What do we do in light of these days and where we are with 300,000 square feet, 3,000 seat sanctuary with about 500 people in it, what, what, what does this look like? What do we need to do to be good stewards of everything that God has, has given us? Well, guess what we decided? Nothing. We hadn't decided nothing yet. We've been praying. We've been, I've been fasting and praying every week for a long time, and I'm going to continue to until I get a clear word from the Lord. By the way, Whenever these deacons and ad hoc and staff, whenever we feel like God has spoken, guess what we're going to do? We'll come to the church. And this is the part I'm so, it just broke my heart. Some of the rumors, some of the things people were saying, like, we're selling all the church, and Brother Danny's taking the money and running. <laughs> oh, I just can't say what I'm actually thinking. I'm thinking bad thoughts. Um, 
By the way, Brother Danny doesn't want to go to jail. I just, I just want to let you, let you know that. I have no desire to go to jail, to go to prison. Look, any decision that is made by this group of people comes to the church. The church listens. Y'all discuss. We're Baptists. We might debate, and then you vote. That's it. So there's no clandestine, hidden, under-the-table shenanigans going on at Great Hills. I would think people would... No, I wouldn't do that after 11 and a half years of ministry, but that's okay. I understand rumors and things and so forth. By the way, I've heard that all this, this rumors are from former members, so that encouraged me. It's not any of you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Where was I? Let me think about it. Yeah, I'm... I'm sorry? Something I can't, I can't hear. Let me go back to my notes. I'm safer with my notes. Uh, I think I'll skip this. There's a whole page here. If you're interested, you can, you can look at it. A couple, couple of highlights, kind of where, what's going on just kind of add to the, the scenario as we're looking, as we're praying, asking God, what, what does this look like? 85% of our people do not live in this area. That's always fascinated me, that 85% of the people who come physically do not live in the 78759. I know I don't. I never have. And until just last year, we moved up in, into Liberty Hill. So pray with us. Uh, I, I know this, that God is, is blessing Great Hills. We're going to continue to be a church. We're going to meet. We're going to worship. We're going to gather. We're going to scatter. We're going to plant churches. And I'm, y'all, I have tell you, I have never been more excited than I am for our church. I, there's a lot of ambiguity. There's a lot of things that I don't know. My crystal ball broke. I didn't know if y'all knew that. My crystal ball broke. I can't, I can't see into the future. But I can pray and I can fast, and I can gather men and women around me who will join me, pray with me, as we look at where we are and say, God, what do you want to do? Uh, where, where are we going? I, I don't think the church has ever been in the position we're in financially. In the 71 years of the history of the church, I don't think we've ever been in a place where we're absolutely, totally debt-free and a lot of money in the bank. And just praise God for that. Um, I'm, I, just, I just praise the Lord for it. I'm, I'm grateful, grateful for it. So. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. So. If this is the kind of church that you're interested in joining, we welcome you to come. We want you to be a part. We want you to feel like you're a part of it. We are going to continue with these core values, our mission, our vision, our values. We're going to keep preaching the gospel. We're going to keep loving the Lord with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength. We're going to keep planning and praying, saying, God, what do you want us to do? What does this look like? Do we, what do you want us to do, God? We, we want to be faithful. We want, we want to be obedient. So I'm going to pray for you if you bow your heads and close your eyes. If God is so leading you and pressing upon you, we'd love for you to be a part of our church. We're excited. We know God's hand is upon us. We praise God for our history. Praise God for our current. And we praise God for what he's going to do.
Maybe you're here today and maybe you're online and you say, this, this is where God wants me. I, I need to plug in. I need to, I need to be a part of this community of faith called Great Hills Baptist Church. So you come and we'll help you. We will work with you and show you how you can plug in, how you can become a part of our church. Maybe you're here today or maybe you're listening online and you would say, first things first, I really need to give my heart to God. I know that I know something's missing in my life and I know that I need forgiveness and I need Jesus Christ. Well, do that. Receive him by faith. The Bible says whoever calls on the name of the Lord will be saved and we invite you to do that. Call upon him. Say, God, I'm a, I'm a wretched sinner. I need help. I need forgiveness and watch what God will do. And here's the thing. Let us know about it so that you can watch what we will do. There will be somebody who will help you that'll pray with you, that will disciple you, that'll come alongside of you, and I praise God for that, that deep discipleship commitment that we have. Our staff has it, our church leadership has it, and we want to extend that uh, to you. But would you pray with me? With your heads bowed, with your, with your eyes closed, would you join in just praying to God like we do on Wednesday night? Let's just pray and ask the Lord for his favor. Ask him for 200 baptisms in 2022. Ask God for clarity. He would speak to me. He would speak very clearly to me and to our ad hoc team as to future decisions and where we're going and what does this church planting movement look like? God, what do you want us to do? Join me in praying. It's incredibly exciting. It's so exciting. And maybe you're here today and you'd say, man, I, I, I want to be, but my, I just, man, I, my heart, I just need I need the Lord. I need encouragement. And God bless you for being here. I'm praying for you. You'd receive everything that God wants you to have. I'm going to invite our pastors. If y'all would join me and our directors, we're going to come up here to the altar. We're just going to be praying together. And we'd invite you. I know it's late. I know it's past 12 o'clock and but we would love to pray with you. We'd love to encourage you in any way that we can. And Jeff's going to come and Lori going to lead us in a song. And Father, we thank you for our time together. Thank you, Lord, that the state of the church of Great Hills Baptist Church is amazing. And it's because of the good hand of the favor of God upon us. And we thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for the faithfulness of men of God like Pastor Ochester, who would be faithful and faithful to preach the word of God, to stand for righteousness. Thank you, Lord, for my immediate predecessor, for Michael Lewis, Lord, for his faithfulness, his faithfulness to share the gospel and mobilize the church to share the gospel. Thank you, Lord, for these 11 years that you've given us here, and we pray that we would continue to be faithful, God, faithful to you, faithful to one another, loving the Lord, loving the church, making much of Jesus. And This is our prayer in Jesus' name. And all God's people said, come on, amen. Let's all stand as we sing. Jeff and Lori, y'all come and lead us. And we invite you. If you want to come to the altar, we invite you to come. We would pray with you and encourage you, even now.